we should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms, and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, Say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to bring it out of sight. Brought to you by that first group that Michelle Visage was in. Oh, well, half these people don't even know who Michelle Visage is. So do your Googles. Who in the fuck? Ooh, I feel like Nene's feet just hit the ground. Who tried the ghetto? You try to record at your cousin house and don't come over here. <laughs> you don't come to visit in studios. It's just the ghetto. Shit, we trying to find a new studio to, you know, get our juice on in. So any st- Tune out with Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash Nevia. Studios out there in the Atlanta area, hit us up. Hit us up, please. We won't even, like, trash anything. We'll clean up. We'll like We'll be the opposite of a black ink crew party. We'll be like a caucasian we'll be like the white folk at your establishment. We'll be like a Siesta Key event. Nah, I don't know. Siesta um, Key would like they get down to get down. They like they still go off. Where the fuck is Siesta Key, by the way? If y'all don't bring back Siesta Key, I'ma be pressed. Girl, Siesta Key got replaced by the Hills. They just used Siesta Key to get their white relevancy up <laughs> again. They bought back the Hills with the quick, oh, white people, y'all into this shit again? Oh, okay, word. <laughs> sure. Jersey Shore came and snatched all that reality laying up on MTV. <laughs> Doing the same exact shit as eight years ago. And wouldn't you, if it worked the first time and it worked the second time, if it worked the third time, I mean, why not try the fourth? Because who's still watching eight years later? I don't know. The little part I caught right before the VMAs was cute, but that was like a, oh, okay, it's still on. Yeah, Jersey Shore is one of those shows that I feel like I watch strictly through previews because it comes on right before something I actually do kind of watch consistently. So it's like, you know how MTV do it. They kind of get you to where it's like they show the last five minutes of Mm -hmm. it and it'd be like, now you know this was supposed to start at 9.02 when the next show started. Why are you showing me the last three minutes of Jersey Shore? Mm-hmm. And you know it looked good as fuck. So now I kind of want to see Jersey Shore too because they still cutting the fuck up. Just like these people in this intro.
What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Freeish. What's good, everybody? It's Ricky. And it's Chris. And we are here. Okay, Alaska. Flat tire. Oh. Coming to the main stage. Flat tire. Flat tire. Don't joke about that. Church announcements. Church announcements. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you have made it to choir practice. We are here. Please follow, subscribe, grab a bulletin from the back, and hand it to your broke cousins and tell them that Freeish Media is everywhere at Freeish Right, we know you be seeing them links going around. You know, we got Apple Music, we got SoundCloud, we got iTunes, we got Stitcher, we got Google Play, we got Instagram, we got Twitter, we got Facebook, we got links going around for that ass. Y'all need to be following these links. And not link card. If you live in Illinois, you'll know exactly what that EBT message was. <laughs> Shit, soon to have Patreon, soon to have VHX, Come soon on. to have OnlyFans, Hallelujah. soon to have ConnectPal. Hallelujah. I'm putting it out there for the Pornhub Premium girls. Shit, I heard Pornhub is paying bitches 5K a month. I'm trying to get paid. The check is a check, y'all. Shit, split that shit down the middle, 2,500. As Prophetess Ronnie once spoke, do what you gotta, what is it? Make that money, don't let it make you. Hello, a check is a check. As I'm starting to find out these days, it's like, I feel like we really live in a society that is so sexualized that it's like, okay. And I feel like people have been saying that for like the last 40 years. So what if it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it ain't, that, it ain't really that different. It's just, you know, the method. But I feel like in the 60s, we didn't have some of the most famous people in the world's titties and ass and dick and balls and gooch on display. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, you can, like, literally Google Kim Kardashian's coochie. Actually, you can see, like, a sex tape, a boob, the boobs throughout the eras, the way they've grown through the ages and the years. I can fucking Google Melania's titties. She's the fucking first lady. I I couldn't Google Google Michelle Obama's titties. If I did, it would be some mock-up shit. Her real actual titties that she wanted photographed are out there. Yeah, it's always, like, a nice... Remember when they tried to say that Michelle dressed slutty at the beginning of the presidency because she used to wear like... Because she used to show her shoulder pads? It was like slight shoulder, a little low cut. It was like you didn't even really get no chest. You got like the clavicle and they (laughs) went crazy. It was whatever. Y'all try it. Try it. It's like everything is sexualized. Everything is everywhere. But at the same time, they be using that shit, yo. Sex sells. (laughs) You know what else is everything? What? Love. You know it's not everything. What? The Caucasians that ran up on Beyonce and Beyonce's husband on the run in Atlanta. Whoa, wait. We need to rewind and start this from the beginning. It's so funny that prior to us going to On the Run, because you know we've had our On the Run tickets for the last since whenever the fuck the tour was announced since Sarah Rumi probably allegedly got here we had those tickets so long I forgot we even had the damn tickets I'm like oh shit we going on the run Ticketmaster email work (laughs) (laughs) but 
we turning up prior to going to the concert, you know, Midtown Atlanta, how'd that go? Why do we have a big conversation about the dancers and Beyonce and how Beyonce's had the same dancers, some of them since Destiny's Child, a lot since earlier in her career, and how her dancers are really fucking loyal and faithful to B and how she's really loyal and faithful to them. And to have that moment happen like literally hours later at the end of the concert that we went to that we were walking out of as it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whose white ass cousin had the drunk ass nerve to run up. We do know, uh, according to TMZ, but you know, the Carters probably put it out that we can't kill. I mean, we can't do, I mean, Anthony David, Michael Chapman. So we just trying to figure out how the fuck he even got on stage. What magical, mystical barrier he had to break through. What, spiritual connection he had to God to get through a barrier to touch Jay to touch Beyonce's husband let alone get that close to Beyonce because if this was recorded like two days ago I would have been asking where the fuck was Julius but they say Julius has snatched the queen and had her in the car by the time the man even got his hand off Beyonce's husband's face so I mean okay I mean it makes sense now she got snatched like the uh Girls and totally spies. How they would just be get snatched in the random it would, shit. The, <laughs> it was like the ground would be gone, and they <laughs> they walk it in the middle of a random street. Nothing possible to like be sucked into. Uh, uh-uh, they gonna find a way to get to them. Jerry gonna find a way to get to them. <laughs> Jerry, damn. Or like I always equate them also to that bitch in head of state, Robin Givens. Oh my god. When he comes in, scared it. Now that was a snatching. That was like a oh every time on site. Well, while we talking about snatch, okay, we about to get way off subject. <sighs> back to the queen. Back to the queen. Back to the queen and her court. Mm. So on the way to the tour, <laughs> our Uber driver proceeds to tell us, "Oh yeah, I just got this man. I'm still learning how to use it. One second. <laughs> it's like excuse me." <laughs> it was like what you mean like operationally or manually like <laughs> what's the <tea>, bitch spiritually <laughs> you just got one with the car bitch what what do you mean you just understood it because Halle Berry was one with that town and country <laughs> and kidnapped she was one with that motherfucking minivan you would have thought that shit was like that shit was her zord that was a motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> And her wig was that fucking uh, helmet they used to have on Power Rangers. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the first thing with the Uber driver. It was like, okay, I'm just going to get in my phone. I'm just going to sip this drink that you made me guzzle down real quick before we got in the car. And we just going to go. So we get to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We've never been to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome before. That shit was cute as fuck. It was also full as fuck because, you know, everybody was here to see the queen. Everybody was here to see the queen. Everybody. Even the cheap assholes in the seats that would cost $29 that was fighting over who was not doing the correct choreography. And the bitches that were about to fight with the machine over it not working. I was like, bitch, if you don't scan this ticket, what is going on? 
this new ass stadium done scammed all the beehive outside at the line <laughs> trying to hold us from seeing the queen. Because the beehive was ready. We had our tickets pulled up since the fucking Uber, had the motherfucking QR code, had the shit ready on Ticketmaster, Facts. downloaded the app Facts. and everything. Facts. Phone out. Facts. Screen brightness up. I looked over. I was like, damn, we ain't even got in the Uber yet. He's like, it clicked over from the Uber to the fucking tickets. I like, just making sure we going to be prepared when we get to the door. We are not trying to wait in line. We are not trying to be a niggas who's getting cussed out by some six foot five beehive prime no. member. <laughs> this is Atlanta. What the fuck is y'all doing? Has y'all not got it up already? This no, we was ready. All in power. Stadium was wasn't ready. There. It was too much. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, the show was cute. The show was... Beyonce's husband did well in my eyes. She could have did this without him. But I feel like I had to squint so hard that I had to make sure my contact didn't pop out. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like when I zoomed my eyes in three times, he was a little blurry, but he was there. Because ain't nobody going to lie. We were sitting next to Carrie Hilson and Jesus up there somewhere in the stands. You know, not necessarily out there (laughs) with like... Onika's number two album, but we we were out there, you know what I'm saying, and we had to squint. And it's funny because our tickets were still two hundred dollars, so I'm like, damn. I thought we was dropping a little coin, two hundred dollars a piece. I thought we was dropping a little coin. The queen. That's fine though. <laughs> I still have the water seeping through my blood system somewhere from formation two years ago. Because if y'all do not remember our formation review, please go back into the back back days of whatever the fuck we the had back, that back episode catalog. and find out that blessing we had. Because there was Beyonce, she kicked the water in our direction. And then Kia, it landed on us. Kia had turned around and was like, bitch, I'm wet. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, it was like blessings had flowed upon us. I feel like we was floating. It was a lot of shit going on in that moment. <laughs> there was like no traffic. It was. We just felt like so Domino bad. from Deadpool 2. It was everything. <laughs> For it, like a week. It felt like luck was just on our side. I feel like that's when we started really recording and getting our life together <laughs> with y'all niggas. It was like, that's when we started getting dedicated. Y'all should thank Beyonce on water. Okay. But, you know, this one was cute, too. This one was cute, too. This one was cute, too. You know, they both did their thing. I like the little stage they had this time. How, mm. like, it was the two little runways, and it had the part that, like, moved as yeah. they moved. Of course, you know, Beyonce was doing full eight counts on a big-ass moving stage. I mean, they did the entire formation of choreography in motion. I don't even see how you're able to do that. I feel like at some point when you're in the air and it's not under you, you fall. I feel like that's how my gravity works. I feel like Beyonce's on a different gravitational plane anyway, so it's fine. I feel like I can't even jump up and down on a merry-go-round, so... Bitch, I haven't tried I in a while, I can't even though. get on a merry-go-round. You know how nauseous I get? I want to get on a merry-go-round. You know how nauseous I get? Let's go to a park. Okay. You clean up the throw-up. Yeah, so shout-out to the dancers. Shout-out to Ashley, Kimmy, Jasmine, Danae, Bianca, Hannah, Jasmine, Corbin, Dominique, Trasir, Deja, Ashley, Quinetta, Ramir, Habby, Havoc, uh, Slick, Brighton, all you niggas that had the queen and the kings back at on the run. Y'all ran up as the Caucasians <laughs> tried to run up. I feel like black power, freedom. I feel like there should be some to freedom right here. Just right here. That was just. To freedom. Freedom. Come on, Aretha. 
Come on, Rita. Freedom. I feel like I sounded like Ray J. That's your fave. You like that. I do. I feel like that song had at least 700 plays on my iTunes in 2008. Like, if I ever meet Ray J, which I'm sure I will in the near future, I will definitely tell him that. (laughs) Damn, I feel like I had one of those. I want to tell somebody at moments. I can't think of it. I feel like I always had it. Kelly Rowland stole. Oh, yeah. If I ever meet Calendria, I'm going to definitely sing stole to her and tell her how much that changed my life. I thought Stone was a bop. I thought Kalindria's first album was going to push her over the top after Dilemma. And, well, we made it to, like, 2003. I feel like I haven't really truly heard Stole until three weeks ago. Well. <laughs> and it was a cute song. She was a cute girl. I liked it. You and probably seven billion other people on this planet. And that, you know. Mm. Everybody except you. Everybody except me and Kalindria. I feel like Kalindria ain't probably heard that song since. Because <laughs> that was like the last thing Anyway We'll talk about last singles in a different episode when People <laughs> should just stop And they put out their last one And it's like no 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 <laughs> What has happened this week? Anyway speaking of connect pals I'm trying to talk about porn history I was a porn extraordinaire. I made sure that I learned clearing search histories early I learned to send things under assumed names I learned that, you know, anything can be hidden if you just move fast enough and know the creeks in your house. <laughs> know the creeks in your house. Yeah, that's kind of like, I was watching shit on TV that I should not have been watching. My TV stayed on HBO, Cinemax, aka Cinemax, <laughs> Showtime, <laughs> aka Ho Time. <laughs> and then you would always know the porn shit because... It would always have something like deviant desires, <laughs> illicit confessions, <laughs> extramarital, extraneous interactions. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but I would be so pissed with that type of softcore porn because, you know, being nine, ten years old, you want to see the full thing. Yeah. I wanted to see the dick and balls yeah. and gooch. Yeah. I wanted to see it all. I wanted to see the whole. <laughs> but it was like, you know, with the softcore porn, it would only be like titty. Oh, and like, so titty. you would see so much pussy. You would see all the pussy spread eagle. I mean, just doing all the dick. But you would never see no dick. Mm-mm. You would never see no balls. And them cheeks would not spread. Those men's asses. I don't know what kind type of gluteus maximus you <laughs> niggas got, but them assholes would never peek out. The first time I saw a booty hole on like Stars or Showtime was Power, and that was on accident. I know goddamn well that was on accident because we still ain't seen ghost ass <laughs> yet. Girl, that's a booty hole. That was a booty hole. 
But yeah, you know, of course, like most things, we moved on to greener pastures, and those pastures included hardcore porn. Or bluer pastures. I started with like the Randy Blue Girls, the Sean Cody, like watching 30 Second Preview. Because <laughs> they still had no money. Yeah, my mom had, had one of those, like, it used to be like a card. Like, it looked like a credit card, but it's like you could put it into the cable box. Mm. I don't know how my mom scammed Damn. her way into getting this. I don't Damn. know who she knew at Comcast, Damn. Xfinity. But she would put this card into the little cable box slot that most people, I wouldn't even realize that they had one, but most of them do. And that shit would give you all the channels, pay-per-view, everything. It had it all free. Mm-mm. When I tell you I did not go to school one day. Oh, my God. I did not go to school one day. When I tell you I wore my pillow out. You had the good shit. I wore my pillow out because I knew how I was because my sister went to school before me. My mom went to work before me. So if I didn't want to go to school, I could just not go. The school uh, had my the school had my mom's old number. She got her number changed. You, you know, you being black in the nineties, early two thousands. She got her number changed. So she didn't have the same number. So they would just call some random ass shit. I I stay at home. They used to have this show, it was like 106 in Park, but with fucking. And the male and the female host, they would be talking about, like, whatever they were talking about, shit going on in porn or whatever going on in the world. And then they would randomly, like, start fucking each other. And he was so fine. Ooh, his name was Julian Rios. I still remember I his know that you know his name. I knew everybody's names. Lexington Steele, Mandingo, Justin Slayer, Nat Turner. Tiger Tyson. Castro Supreme. Them was the okay, low. I guess we can get we can slide into the gay shit, Miss Gold. I mean, you know, I didn't watch <laughs> I didn't watch the whole straight porn thingy. It was always like I just want to see their booty hole, and if that's not gonna be the okay, angle, we I'm can gonna just get. slide into these Yahoo Messenger chat rooms. <gasps> Don't do me. Was you a Yahoo girl or an AOL girl? I was a I was a Yahoo girl. Then I was like a BBM girl. And you then was I a BBM hoe. Yeah, then when I discovered the internet, like BGC and Adam for Adam, and then you girls got really smart, hit on social media. That was when it was like, a, ooh, say about a ooh girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make MySpace or anything. That wasn't like, no, oh, I'm going to talk to people. That was my, I'm going to show off. Like, I got eight friends, bitch. I'm <laughs> exclusive. I got, like, bars and shimmers on this motherfucker. You blingy Joe MySpace out? Yeah, my MySpace is very cunt. It was very early. Now we were all master time. developers in 15. We all were graphic designers back in the day in, in real shit. Like, we all knew codes. We started learning that shit. Started learning hex codes and <laughs> pound F, hashtag F, 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 F. How you get this music to play? Oh, just put this code in. Oh, okay. We was editing source code. That's what we was doing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at us. It's a conspiracy. They just dwindled us down to 140 characters. Right, because now it's so simple. You ain't got and posting a picture in like words and a video in words. MySpace was work. Getting your MySpace to be cute was work. That was a full time, part time position. Filling out all in boxes on BGC was work. Oh, so you was a BGC girl too? Everybody was a BGC girl. Y'all remember that blue background and that ugly ass drawing they had on it? That's probably still on there. What is BGC? All I did was read the stories. Shit. Those stories used to be so lit though Oh my gosh They had this one story It was called Life of a Bandman They had this one story It was called Life of a Bandsman And it was about this guy He was in a band 
And oh, he was just seemed so fine, even though it was like Words. a story. He was smart enough to include pictures. And they would be pictures like random, fine ass, like what you would call now Tumblr niggas that you would just see throughout the story. Mm-hmm. So it gave you a little visual. Ooh, he was good with his words. They was going through some shit. He was giving you plot. It was death. It was destruction. Ooh. It was happiness. It was trials. Ooh. It was tribulations. We need to find a way to add Hummer song. This okay. is an ad at this point. We need to find <laughs> that and post that. That sounds good. Yeah, very... like it was so good. Would y'all like hotels? Them used to be lit, like those ones that were like, yeah, it got to the nasty part, but it would be like more about the story and how yeah, like the, the characters would go. Stories. Shout out to Nifty.com. Um, oh, Nifty was that girl. Nifty was the girl, even though they had all of that archaic ass, whatever first generation computer they were sending them. That bitches fucking on. like Zanga, GeoCity shit. <laughs> that very basic MS-DOS like type they would like export, but it's fine because all the stories would be good. That's what y'all need to be. We need to do a writing campaign for you hoes to get back to writing good, you know, wholesome, nasty, erotic, sexual fiction. And get your, you know, frustrations out that way instead of stalking people in their DMs. (laughs) Like, instead of sexting a story, you know, just write one out for yourself. Get you an old nasty, passionate, you know, I don't know what wines women drink, but, you know, Alizé, sure, whatever. Okay, Nikki Parker. That was cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we encourage writing and literacy. So read nasty books, write nasty books. I feel like that's a campaign Michelle Obama would get behind. <laughs> and keep your books covered up. Yeah, keep your books in your own private area. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like that time. Ricky's tired of recording, so... <laughs> I feel like we talked about Beyonce and porn. I feel like those are two really great subjects. Our freeish fave. Dick. Oh, I, I guess is Dick since he I, kept saying Dick as I said our freeish fave is. You're the one that said it. Thought, our freeish fave this week I, is Dick. Well, you know, sometimes you have to appreciate the penis and all of its glory. If there were no penises, we wouldn't be here. I never said I was a role model. Who's our freest flop this week? Everybody that came for Cardi about her getting fake fingered on Instagram. Y'all worry about y'all own fave. Y'all wouldn't have nothing to worry about on Cardi's page. And everybody want to be like, oh, you such a hoe, this, this, and that. Oh, whatever. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm a freak ass bitch. Like, I be rapping about these type of shits. Like, I be rapping about these type of things. So why are y'all surprised? I rap about nasty shit. I rap about nasty shit. I be tweeting about nasty shit. I used to do videos of me talking nasty shit. So why the fuck is y'all surprised that me and my man is doing freaky shit? The fuck? Thank you. Well, all right. (laughs) Signed, Bill (laughs) Calise. And on that note, make sure you follow us wherever you stock your exes. Follow them links. Click them shits. Make them shits purple like them porn links y'all was trying to hide when y'all was 12 years old. Oh, Lord. Gotta look at the motherfucking Google like, oh, my God, why is this shit still clicked? My mom might look at this shit. What the fuck? My computer's sitting in the middle of my damn living room. What if they look at it? (laughs) Fuck! Fuck! Let that fuck be free-ish this time. Because I remember my first laptop. 
I was like, ooh, I could watch all type shit on here and ain't nobody gonna look at it. Oh, bitch, I, <laughs> I bang that pillow out. <laughs> bang that follow out. <laughs> and follow <laughs> We don't never get y'all a pop for goodbye no more. Just be like, we should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms, and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, Say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started.